Welcome to Peace Teachings Podcast, where we explore, cultivate, and celebrate our spiritual nature together. I'm Jennifer Norton. And I'm Paola Castro, and it is our joy to bring to you this wisdom teachings. Have you ever met an individual that no matter what the circumstances or the story or the condition that you might be involved in in any given moment, this individual always, always has a loving, non-judgmental response. <laughs> oh, a soul like this is rare indeed and refined. We are so excited to share today's guest with you. Danny is our beautiful friend and a beautiful um, human being, student and teacher. And he's a co-founder of the Inner Wisdom Community. Danny has devoted his life to learning and spiritual growth. He has gleaned great inspiration and knowledge from the teachers who have honored him by sharing their wisdom. For example, he's a member and a newly licensed practitioner <laughs> of the Agape International Spiritual Center. He's a master facilitator of the Energy Codes, a set of practices and principles developed by Dr. Sue Mortar. He's also a practitioner of BEST, or Bioenergetic Synchronization Technique, a hands-on procedure that intensifies the flow of energy through the body to balance the energy fields and empower the healer within. And also, he's a student of Dr. Joe Dispenza's teachings, where you can find him volunteering at week-long long events. How beautiful. Danny's spiritual rebirth sprung from tragedy. The sudden and unexpected transition of his lifetime partner in 2012 had an indelible impact on Danny's life. And it contributed to awakening his spirituality and revealing the presence of the infinite, magnificent energy that connects all of us. Danny's profound loss guided him to study spirituality in a deeper, more nuanced way. And it provided great comfort and great healing to him at a very difficult time. He grew inspired and motivated to bring that joy to others. And Danny is also a former beautician. Danny has transformed his gift for helping people enhance their outer beauty into guiding them and to celebrate their inner love, beauty. Welcome, Danny. It's such an honor to have you here. Thank you for saying yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, 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 yes. Welcome, love to you Danny. both. <laughs> thank you. So, Danny, uh, let us uh, begin. Um, when I was reading your bio, um, you know, and, and we just read it too, that your spiritual journey started uh, with the sudden loss of your partner. So can you take us through this process um, on how someone can be in what I can only imagine the biggest despair and sorrow uh, from that to saying yes to a higher path and a higher calling? Yeah, um... It's, it's very profound. Um, Reverend Michael says often, 
you're either pushed by pain or you pulled by a vision. And so I had an experience of being pushed by pain so much. So in such a, uh, I hate using time because it was just a profound experience that broke me wide open in every aspect of my life. This was a man that I loved and we, we had our relationship issues. I I was not awake at the moment. So we were matter to matter in our decisions and in our way of living. And what I mean by matter to matter is I I was playing here in this plane, having to make work hard and all that good stuff. But in that moment of his transition, which surprised me because he was in the hospital, which I thought was, he was being taken care of to get a call to say that he was no longer in this plane. That surprise and the pain that came with it broke me wide open. And I kept telling people after the years of of healing and understanding that Richard's transition for me, the healing came when I realized that I created it. I was in co-creation of this. So I may awaken to be in more service and in more love and in more joy for just what is. And what is, is only found in the moment. It's never found any place else but now. So I do also want to mention is that the pain, it, it was a good thing. Mm. And, and I used to interpret Reverend Michaels as like it's good or bad. And it really isn't. It's just a spectrum. And we have an opportunity in pain to either close back down or open ourselves up to more of who and whose we're supposed to be in this plane and beyond. Then you touched on being in a co-creative relationship, not only with Richard, but with all of life is what I'm sensing that this is, this is leading to. Could you, um, for our listeners who may be sensing, um, you know, maybe in a deep state of victimization or victim consciousness, um, can you can you take us through the the stages of consciousness, the four that we're just that that we know of that Reverend Michael coined, um, and again refer back to that co-creative thing that you hinted at just a few minutes ago for some clarity for our listeners who may not be ready to take responsibility for what they're experiencing. Absolutely. So when we're not taking responsibility for what I'm witnessing or what is happening in my life, I'm more in a victim consciousness. And remember, this is a bandwidth of energy of, of consciousness. So we as human beings go back and forth between this, these stages, because there's infinite number of stages. It's not just these four. So victim consciousness, victim consciousness is everything is being done to me. Like the outside world has all of my power. And that, that was how I was living with Richard, even though love was there very much. And we had some beautiful moments and the love that undergirded our relationship, it was all got to react to this, got to react to that, got to act on this or else I'm not going to be okay. That's victim consciousness. As you move up the spectrum of energy, which I'm going to say it increases in your vibration, then there's a manifestor consciousness. You start realizing that you can put into the field 
a, a, a want or a need or a desire, and it will come back to you. It'll manifest in this, in this, in this, uh, in this field. And that's really using thought as, as a guidepost, as a tool to create what you want in your life. Now, this man, this was very new to me when I was, when I found Agape and Reverend Michael's teachings. And then all the teachings that I come to find out that were supporting him were, was ancient wisdom. So uh, in that moment of knowing that I am, I manifested this transition. And then later on having a realization that Richard and I have been doing lifetimes of this mm. and doing it for each other. Right. And it, it, I don't know how they all look, but I do know that this energy that was so profound was a manifestation of what was in my consciousness at that time. Mm. And then there's the next stage. So we have, we have victim consciousness, we have manifestor consciousness, and now we have this, this place where I feel like I'm living at now. It's called channel consciousness. And channel consciousness really is not saying that you're not going to manifest anything. Of course you're going to, but you are now listening to the broadcast of the infinite broadcast of God broadcast of the universe, which is always revealing its information through the frequencies that we are able to contain. We can interpret all of that. So in channel consciousness, we're moving through an inspired way of life, not needing to know how it's all going to manifest, how I'm going to be okay. Cause I already know that I'm okay in this consciousness through God's through God as me in me through me. Mm-hmm. And knowing that that is the truth of all of us. As I walk in this place, it becomes more of a oneness more of service service, meaning I'm playing in an equitable field. You, my sisters, are the same as I am. We may look different in this plane, but we're really the same. Mm. And then this ultimate place where I get lots of flashes of my consciousness and still really interested in being able to be a container of more of it is being consciousness. Mm. And in that being consciousness, it's just, it just is, it it is. And that's all the best that I can describe it for, from my understanding and the flashes that I have. So like, Oh, you know, you just drop into, to, um, Nirvana, right. That's, that's a word that I would, would give. So, but also to realize, you know, for your listeners that that stream of consciousness is in all of us and it's always happening. And it's just depending. It it really is. Where am I? always checking in from a curious childlike nature of like, where am I at? Oh my God, I have a program of lack. Like I don't have enough. I don't, you know, blah, 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 all that can happen. And yet once I put an awareness on that, I have, I am able to open up into the present moment of all of that consciousness, whether it's victim or whether it's being or any place in between. And then I get to choose. Hmm. And know the truth of what is going on. Everything is for me. There is nothing against me. Mm. What good is coming out of this situation is always a great question for me. And another question I love asking myself in the midst of something in the moment to bring me back to the moment is 
Is that true? Beautiful. Wow. So um, I am currently uh, working with two individuals who have lost um, loved ones in their life. One has loved more than one. And um, and I remember she asking me, I mean, I understand intellectually that everything is happening for me and that somehow, some way I created this. There was this moment where she's like, how did I create? Like, I can't wrap my hair around how did I create this tragedy in my life? This is the person who has lost more than one person in her life, very, very close to her. So what I'm hearing, Danny, and I appreciate you bringing this up, is you're bringing the quality of presence, of being in the present moment and being almost like a witness to all of it without, um, and I may be adding to what you're saying, but without any rush or judgment, I have to get it right now. You know, let's say that we, someone is in the midst of despair and loss, you know, you don't, I said to her that it's not fair to ask the question, how did I create it when you are in the midst of the pain? And again, I want to bring back this beautiful teaching that you just gave us. It's like you you talked about being present, being present for what did you say? This, this flow of energy or this, this, um, so um, of consciousness. the stream yeah. of consciousness, that's what you said. Uh, and then also what I'm hearing, uh, Danny, is that perhaps you didn't catch that this happened or I created this, I co-created this. You, you didn't get that when you were, and correct me if I'm wrong, when you were in that first shock right? Not at all. Not at all. (laughs) It was almost like you started your journey and then it started revealing through your heart, through that channel consciousness. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and that almost happens right away. And that's why I really want to, you know, repeat and, and this state of consciousness that we're talking about is the bandwidth and we play in it. Because in the, in the time that he transitioned for the two days, three days that we were, you know, just getting his affairs in order, we were going to do, I was preparing a eulogy and I'm living in Southern California. There was a moment where I'm talking to a very good friend of mine that was helping, going to help me write this eulogy and nature shows up as a hummingbird. Richard shows up as a hummingbird. First of all, I was not awake enough to even see hummingbirds before his death. Just wanted to let people know that. And that's a surprise being in Southern California because they're everywhere. Are they they're everywhere in my my awareness now? But what I'm wa- wanting to drive home with this is that we are a bandwidth of frequency and energy that we are able to hold and mm. be aware of. Mm. And when we start opening ourselves up to more and more of who we are, we are a cup that runneth over. That's a great Bible verse. But we're, we're, we're frequency of taking all this beautiful information in, and then we create a unique energy signature through our, our lives to be here in this plane, present in the now moment, generous of what we are understanding to be true, which is there's only love happening here. There is only creativity happening here. Even in the midst of the most painful circumstances, creativity was in the midst of it. Love was in the midst of it. 
And it's not until you can expand and have an understanding and gain a knowledge base that, oh my gosh, this was for me. And I learned that right away with Richard's transition because my heart breaking open so wide, I was so ready to hear new information. Mm. Not just to, not from a survival standpoint, even though some of it was coming from that, a lot of it was like, I want to know, because I was having weird experiences after mm. his transition that I didn't know were possible. Mm. The hummingbird coming down, his voice talking from the back of me as I'm watching his, his limp body, mm. you know, in the hospital bed, having a lot of these experiences that I didn't have words for back then. But what I do know now is that I was wow. stepping into these frequencies of oneness. Wow. Mm -hmm. Through that opening, through that, what, what the finite mind would call a heartbreak, but really a breaking open is, is how you also phrased it. It, it really was a breaking open. Mm -hmm. It really was a breaking open. And to re recognize that his transition to be the, it's definitely the biggest gift of my life, of this lifetime in this body temple mm -hmm. that allowed me to matriculate through a path of just unfoldment and a willingness to look at myself and to know who I truly am. And boy, it's been a, a really interesting, uh, interesting journey. It makes me want to speak into this too. And Joan Stedman said this on the pulpit yesterday, and I know this is a recording, so time and space really isn't going to matter, but I've also heard it many, many times, you know, around going to agape and getting the high, you get a high from it. And, and what I know to be true is that there's so much beautiful vibration where love and joy and bliss and ecstasy have at, at one of those um, gatherings that agape has those are high frequencies those are places where they are not in the the our body so much they're more in our etheric body our body that is the invisible part of us and when i first started going to agape i remember that high and i i couldn't wait until the next weekend and then i started showing up on the wednesday nights when they used to do wednesday nights and you know just kept wanting to know what this is but what i do remember way back when when i first started this is my 45 minute drive home from los angeles to long beach california i lost it I didn't have that high by the time I, I came home and it wasn't a loss. It was, I, there wasn't enough. I, the, the, what I didn't, I didn't know how to maintain it. I didn't know how to, to stay present with it. All of this stuff. I went out into Storyland. And, and, and the frequency left. Now I can tell you right now, I come into agape as a beneficial presence. <laughs> I, I lend my energy that I am able to cultivate through my body temple and through my awareness as a magnification of what agape has come to. And that's why I'm a practitioner now. So to have this journey and to be able to turn and look back there and go, wow and full of thanks for this teaching this mystical teaching that i have learned from these three teachers of mine so thank you for letting me share that
Beautiful. So grateful for you, Danny. And I can affirm what you're saying as true. I can feel it. And I trust our listeners can feel it too, this vibrational field that you so beautifully embody and also radiate. It's gorgeous. I love the mirror that you are, and I and I love you. Yeah. I love you. <laughs> yeah. So, Danny, I, you know, I, I also admire, we also admire, uh, especially Dr. Joe Dispenza. Well, Reverend Michael is our teacher. Dr. Sue Mortar, I've been, uh, I had the pleasure to sit in one of her classes. Oh, my God. So, um, I know that you said these teachers have pointed me into uh, a deeper relationship with myself. So could you share with us exactly about uh, what about their teachings have been so profound for your inner transformation? Oh, I love this question. And it's so interesting. I met all three of them. Well, I met Reverend Michael first. And it was just because of proximity and because uh, of a somatic therapist that was working with me with my addictions mm -hmm. to release. She's like, you got to go to Agape. You just got to. And, and that simple invitation shifted my life. Mm -hmm. So the questions that you're asking, what influenced me the most is the first time I sat, sat in Agape, I was sitting in the back. You know, again, at that place where I didn't have a container to hold the energy, but I had an experience that I felt like I was telling Reverend Michael what to say. Now, granted, I didn't know any of the words and all the, the key phrases that was being used because I was new there. But I was having an experience in the now moment. I can tell you this now that I was so present to what was happening that I could hear before the words came out of his mouth. <laughs> and in that moment, I'm like, I got to know more of this because this, if I can lead my life like this, I'll, you know, I'll be okay. I'll be this. I'll be like really neat. So that led me to being in service to Agape in, in a myriad of ways and to take their, their classes, which were amazing because they brought in different kinds of teachers and then there was, they have this, they used to have this revelation conference that every year sort of like, it's sort of like a summit of, of thought leaders and they bring certain thought leaders in. And well, this, the first one that I went to was Dr. Sue Mortar and Dr. Joe Dispenza only wow. for a three day conference. And this is when they were, you know, I don't know who they were then, but what really resonated with me was at first was Dr. Sue Mortar and her teachings from a Hindu East Indian understanding, right? Using the chakras and the energy centers in the body to have one eye on the inside allowed me to stay present with myself. And then everything out here started to fade as far as it having influence it's now all about on the inside um so i went through her program i was blessed enough to to win a lawsuit for for from richard's passing that allowed me to go into a very 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 deep dive into these teachings 
which basically saved my life. And I always say that if, if I, if I knew this, when Richard was going into the hospital, he would have never been in the hospital. I guarantee it. So I want to share all this information with everybody. So Dr. Sue energy codes using the, the, the chakras inside our body and some of them outside of our body to be just become familiar with meditate right? Meditate on these energy centers. See where the central channel of energy comes through. I hope I'm not getting off of the, of the, the question. But no. This is, the, and so she really resonated with me. And, and Dr. Jo, even though I heard, Spirit told me, you will learn from all three of these teachers. And I was already learning from Reverend Michael and all of his beautiful staff. And Dr. Sue, I came into her work, went through her levels, twice traveled with her all over the world to experience these things had some very intimate moments that said oh my god i do have a radiant heart she gave me permission to radiate this heart way beyond my body and way beyond even what has been studied mm -hmm. right heart math used to say that you can radiate this energy i think it's 10 feet beyond you'll have to correct me pal if i'm 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 wrong but i guarantee you that it's possible to wrap your heart around the planet. I know it from a visceral standpoint. So anyway, Dr. Sue's teaching was beautiful. The community was lovely. There was a lot of women. And I, it's funny that you say, say that, you know, women, you know, it's been a little bit more uh, challenging in, in the unfoldment and, and realizing that I was like being challenged with, I'm with a bunch of women. <laughs> And, and very few men. So 2018, I asked the question, where are all the guys? And I was in a yoga, I was in a yoga um, training with Dr. Stu having the best time of my life, but that contemplation came in and I happened to be going to a Dr. Joe event a month later than when I asked that question. So in Dr. Joe's teaching is very scientific, which is very mental, which is something that I grew up with, like a very logical mind and all that stuff. So his teaching allowed me to enter this divine activity through my mind mm -hmm. in much more of a, a way of like, this is what the brain does. This is what the, you know, this is what your heart does. This is what coherence would feel like. This is the brain waves. You know, you, you go into alpha and theta brain waves for you to get out of the way to heal your body temple. That's so he's doing all this scientific stuff. I'm asking the question, where are all the guys I go to a Dr. Joe event had an amazing time, but my subgroup of this 1200 people, my subgroup of 70 was all men and one woman. I got my answer. It's not about male or female. It really is about a willingness to unfold. Mm -hmm. And I really do understand that in this time period of all the things that are up for us, as a society, as a culture, as a community, is we're really allowing the divine feminine to rise in us and simultaneously allowing the energy from above, the masculine energy to run into our, our temple. Mm -hmm. So Dr. Joe loves meditation and he loves using music to put you into a hypnotic state. Mm -hmm. 
is like, forget those commercials that put you in a hypnotic state on TV. I'm going to put you in and make you suggestible to something divine, to something good, to something. And he's not, he's very open about it. He's like, I'm going to make you suggestible. Yeah. So in, in both all of these teachings, I was landing home. Mm-hmm. I was landing inside myself. I was, I was purifying and allowing the alignment of energy to run through me. And in science, it's a toric field, mm-hmm. um, a torus field. It's an electromagnetic field. I, most people have seen the electromagnetic field demonstrated on the earth. Well, we, we are that as well. So we're a bunch of those electromagnetic fields running around this planet. And then every cell in our body is that same thing. And then, and then it just goes smaller and smaller and it goes bigger and bigger. Right. So, um, my realization is, is, and I've been playing with this most often is, is what does it really feel like to allow energies to be magnetized and magnified through my conscious awareness, through my temple and out and around my body. And that's that one eye on the inside, allowing that to perfect itself has been life-changing for me. And that's how, and that's why I believe people see me as a, you know, a bliss bubble, a joy, a joyful being, a person that is full of love in its unconditionality and also a willingness to just be in service, not only to what I am deepening in my understanding, but being a beacon of light out in this world that allows people to see their true mirror reflection when I'm with them. Beautiful. Indeed. Indeed, you are that. Uh, I have experienced that on countless occasions with you, Danny. I know Paula has too. And you ha- you are this beautiful meeting place. Your heart truly is an extraordinary heart. Uh, just reaffirming what you already know to be true. It is such an honor and and a, and a true gift to be in your presence, no matter where we happen to find ourselves on earth, be it in the physical or, or right now we're being connected through many, 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 many miles. Um, I just, I just want to tell you yes to everything you just said. And I, I, something wants to be spoken through me about the meeting place that is your energetic ethereal heart. Uh, which is also located where your human heart is and how powerful it is. And, and I'm just so grateful for everything that has culminated that has brought you to be what you are. I benefit greatly. My heart grows in your presence and it is extraordinary to be in communion with you as what is bubbling up in in the consciousness that resides where Jennifer's physical being is, is also in that field, that divine connected matrix field where where all things are one. As you're speaking, just before you say something, it is arising in me, in consciousness. And so that thing you spoke about, about being in the back of agape and feeling like you and Reverend Michael were in communion, in communication, and that just as you were becoming aware of something, he was speaking into that. I want to attest to the very realness of that testimony and that experience that you 
shared, recognizing again this beautiful meeting place where prana comes and is expressed in through and as your very being. I, I just, I celebrate you and I honor you and I love you and I love witnessing what you be. <laughs> it's just, you are magnificent. Thank you. <sighs> yeah, I, yeah, I love you. It is an honor to be walking. It's it's an honor to be walking this path with people that are interested in this, because I've had you know Reverend Michael teaches uh, and has a book called Life Visioning, and it's a powerful, powerful um, teaching and practice and tools given in that book. So if no one's seen it or read it or you haven't read it in a long time, this is your invitation to read it again, because that visioning is really, really powerful. Where was I going with that? Is that when we are truly interested in wholeness, and wholeness means me to me in this plane, mind, body, spirit, it is a play and a harmonization of all that I am. And when we come together and we're interested in that, whether we're doing a Zoom conversation like we are right now, or we come together in the thousands, like at a Dr. Joe event, to magnify this inner glory that we are, there is healing that happens. There is physical healing, mental healing, emotional healing that happens even onto the etheric planes of who and whose we are because we are knowing more of who we are. And it starts right here. This is the center of our energy center in this plane. So it's very interesting how many people walk around in a protected heart. And what I realize is I am... You know, you've had the, you had another beautiful guest on um, Kim Stanwood Terranova, and she writes about polishing pearls. And I've realized that I'm sometimes the sand in a, an experience with somebody because I know the truth of them, and they be, may be wanting to hold on to something else. That's not the truth. And so I do it as lovingly as possible, but there's moments where I'm like, "Hello." <laughs> Can we try something, you know, what does this feel like? So visioning, having a vision for your life that is on the other end of that being pushed by pain. There is now a way to like how I have this knowledge. I have this information and I'm willing to share it with whoever and whomever is interested. I don't have to, I don't, I'm radiating all this information. They don't need to know that I'm rating the aiding this information. So that's enough, first of all. But then there's these moments of like this conversation that allows God, I know that there's there's inspiration coming out from all of us in these moments. That if someone chooses to watch this entirety, there are something for there's something for everyone in it because it's coming from one. Yes. And, and Danny, thank you for all of that. I, I like this triad of the teachers, you know, you got Reverend Michael, uh, you know, speaking 
these beautiful teachings straight from spirit through, you know, his mouth. Um, then we got uh, Sum Order, which is like about energy, about your energetic bodies. And I love, I, I really, I tapped into what you were saying because there was a point where you said, you know, I used to come to Agape. And then by the time I got back home, it was, it was like, I didn't have it anymore. My body wasn't holding or I wasn't being able to hold that frequency because you were entered, you know, more used to entertaining stories of, you know, all the things that we humans do. But then as in your journey, as you started, you know, with this willingness and this, you know, very keen to understand how it works from different perspectives. And I love that you have visit different perspectives, swim order with the, you know, the energy codes and then now Joe Dispes and how can I understand this with my mind? Now you have become an embodiment so that you, as you said, I go to Agape being a beneficial presence, not only to Agape, wherever you are. So I feel like this journey that you've taken in, in your life and you have taken us through this conversation is really beneficial for me and for everyone that is listening because it is a journey. And I love how you have taken different perspectives different different approaches so you have kind of tackle all you know the 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 whole of your beingness the wholeness of your beingness so um thank you for that so now what would you say because you, you I love when you're speaking it's like ooh you, you you're bringing us up to this energy frequency that is really high so for someone who's listening, it's like, wow, that's very inspiring. I want that for me, but I'm having a hard day today. <laughs> I'm having a hard day today and it feels like Danny's journey is so far away from me. So what would you say to someone that is having a hard day? What, where, where can they start? And then after that, I want you to segue us into what is your practice these days? Uh, and perhaps you can teach us a little bit of your practice. Beautiful where to start for me it's always just becoming conscious of my breath no matter if I, if i'm having a an experience mm -hmm. i will always bring myself to my breath and i i love incorporating my heart space but that takes a little bit of practice too so just be with your breath mm -hmm. find it Maybe it's through the nostrils. Maybe you're feeling the, 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 the feeling of your belly expanding and then your chest. Now I am going to invite you to fill your belly first because then you're in a sympathetic response mm -hmm. instead of a parasympathetic, which is, am I getting this reversed? I'm not. Um, and a fight or flight, it's usually we're breathing up here. So just noticing your breath, where are you at in the moment that you remember to notice your breath? And then there's practices, which I love. There's breath work practices, which I believe um, you just had one out on um, with Nicole. who's our friend? Nicole. Nicole. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And how beautiful it is just that we allow the breath. And I always think of it as the breath of God, the breath of the universe, the breath that sustains life, that mm -hmm. breathes me. When I have that, like then I'm able to come back to the present moment mm -hmm. just by noticing my breath. Yeah. And that's, and that's what I would recommend for anybody is just use your breath. That's powerful. Mm, thank you. Absolutely. Danny, I love that you spoke also into the inner eye 
this inner connectedness and inner witness. Um, and, and also I want to reiter reiterate what Paula invited you to do. Will you take us through a practice that is working for you currently? So a favorite turn to practice. Will you guide us or give us a teaching Absolutely. for our listeners? So this is a quick meditative practice. I use this practice even just before I came on to this um, call. I also use it for when I'm about to pick up a phone. I can do it really quick. Um, but it's an intentional practice that uses my breath and puts an awareness on my heart. And the reason why I use this practice is because usually when I am out in circumstance or situations or all of that, it's because I'm out. I'm not in. And my heart is where I can find the energy that is unconditional in its love. So I just invite everybody to put their feet on the ground and close their eyes. Just taking a few inhalations for yourself, noticing, noticing your body temple in those inhalations. And now that I've noticed my body temple, I'm going to take a deep inhalation into my heart space with my nose. Holding it at the apex, meaning holding it at the top, allowing the energy and for my, my awareness to find my heart space right underneath my chest bone. And then exhaling out your mouth. If you have extra energy in your body, you're usually wanting to breathe out the mouth. If you're looking to increase your energy, it should be out the nose. And that's just a tidbit. And breathing in again, finding that heart space, allowing that energy to commune in your heart space. Maybe it starts expanding beyond your body. And exhale. And now a third breath, breathing into your heart space. And I'm going to invite a feeling tone of appreciation, of gratitude, of love. Still holding it at the apex. And exhaling. So before you open your eyes, I just invite you to find your feet on the ground. Maybe wiggle your toes. Maybe there is that rooted feeling tone of growing roots into the earth. And then just let that energy rise, whether it's imagined or felt or sensed or just thought. Just let that energy rise up from underneath your feet into your heart space, however it wants to find its way there. And then just opening your eyes and bringing yourself back into this space. Thank you. That was beautiful. I love it. Thank you, Danny.
Absolutely. Beautiful. It's been so wonderful to have you today. Thank you so much, so much richness in everything that you've shared. Thank you for opening your heart and and guided guiding us through your journey. It's been it's been a very very um, inspiring journey that you've lived, and then now you get to share with the world. So thank you so much. Thank you, Paula. Thank you, Jennifer. Yes, yes. Danny, we. We know because we've talked to you outside of this podcast that there's some really, uh, there are some really wonderful things coming into the physical in your life uh, as far as your services go. And we didn't speak into them today. So I'm just going to speak for both Paula and I and invite you to please come back for another conversation whenever spirit moves you to do so, so that we can continue to share with our listeners your services and your magnificence, which we'll never do wholly because you are just immeasurable and magnificence <laughs> in every sense, eternal and infinite. And, uh, and again, we thank you. We love you. We're going to include your email contact with this episode, knowing that in the future, there will be other ways for our listeners to make contact with you. And knowing that we're all connected anyway, in this beautiful, fulfill that you so gracefully spoke into thank you Dan. Jennifer thank you you know and I do want to reiterate to your listeners that I am available so please reach out to me tell me how you found me and I'd be happy to return any questions I do um what do they call it putting out a shingle. I am a, a licensed agape practitioner, so I'm very much willing to sit in sessions with people and uh, find out more. Just I highly email. recommend it. Yes, yes, listeners, do yourselves a favor. Treat yourselves to some time with Danny. Lovely, lovely. All right, everyone. I hope you enjoy this beautiful episode and we will see you on the next one. Goodbye, everyone. Peace to you. Bye-bye. This has been a peace teaching. Thank you for being an active listener in this sacred conversation. We love you. We appreciate you. And we bless your life. Peace be with you.